Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. To the punters, mate, on SEN. And a very good morning. Welcome to the Pundas Mate Friday morning. The rain is falling around southeast Queensland just in time for the winter carnival and the jocks and the horse. Sorry, but can you put your headphones on? Probably. It's not rocket surgery to put the headphones on. Well, it can't be that hard. It is. It's not that hard at all. And I can't continue with you sitting there looking like a Muppet. <laughs> well, Just, one can you get them on? Fine, there we go. There we go. That's yeah, not right. hard. It's not hard. Chris Nelson, welcome. We're back to 8.30s. Yeah, we're back to yeah. 8.30s. Man, that was, normally it takes me an hour to get my headphones right, so... Yeah, it's throwing me a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you were just saying Gold Coast for tomorrow, the Aquas Park Gold Coast meeting, um, soft seven at the moment. The yeah. rain, 1,250 mil they've had at the Gold Coast this year Yeah, in the first four That's months amazing. of the year, and the rain is falling again, and the forecast is for more rain throughout the week as well. Yep. Uh, so soft seven at the moment. 10 more. mils of rain overnight, uh, downgraded it to a soft seven, and it's raining there currently, so I don't think it'll be too long before we're in the heavy range. So yeah. expect to uh, we'll do your form for wet trackers tomorrow at the Gold Coast. And all those jocks and trainers coming up from Sydney that uh, thinking they were getting away from the rain and the heavy tracks, uh, they're going to get hit at the Gold Coast at the oh, moment, yeah, which is a shame. Such, such a wet uh, run down there in Sydney. They thought, we'll get to, the, we'll get to Brisbane, everything will fine yeah. up, and there you go. Anyway, what are your highlights from the week? My highlights from the week. Now, I'll go back to last Saturday. There's only one actual on-track highlight this week, but it was Exo Lady winning last week for Desley Forster. Now, Desley Forster, she gets very excited, as we know, Mark, when she gets a winner, and she doesn't get – she hasn't got a lot of horses in her stable. It's more of a boutique stable, and, and look, she – she has a good strike rate. She's always got one or two. She's got Apache Chase, of course, going around in the in the Archer uh, tomorrow at Rocky, the $440,000 race. Uh, and I hope she does really well there. But she's such a lovely person. She's very excitable. I know you had her on radio, I think, earlier in, in the With week. Patton Hills, yeah, yeah, Thursday, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I was rapt to see Exo Lady win first up. And I think we'd all forgotten about Exo Lady. She'd only put in one subpar run. It was on wet ground. She's never been beaten on uh, on good ground. So, Exo Lady was my highlight of the week. Now, the other two, Eagle Farm. Much maligned Eagle Farm is playing really well at the moment. I wish, I said to you outside before we came on here, I wish we could race there every Saturday because it's always good. No matter what happens with the weather, it's always good. Now, the problem was it was a little firm, we know. Uh, the Kaikuya grass is starting to spread through nicely and there is more cushion there now. So, uh, onward and upward for Eagle Farm. It raced well last Saturday and it raced really well on Wednesday as well. So, big tick there to everyone involved. And Albion Park, the other one. Yes. How long has that taken? That's been a ten heck weeks. of it. Yeah, 10, ten weeks. weeks. What an effort there. For so all concerned, as I said to you, I think I said to someone earlier this week, I saw a photo. Uh, I think that was Capalabar, the photo you was saw. Was it? With John yeah. Brash? Was it? Yeah, okay. I think that was, but Capalabar, yeah. Anyway, yeah. still, Capalabar. There's another one. And that's yeah. not back yet, Capalabar, I don't think, is because it? Because of the amount of water yeah. that you tell them about the photo. Well, yeah. the photos, there's the race caller there, uh, John Brash, is is standing there. I'm not sure if it's Capalabar or Albion Park, but anyway, there's a bar, and way above his head, there's a level where they've written mm. uh, how high the actual yeah. water went, and it's so high, it takes in the bar area, it takes in the fridges, it takes in everything. So I can't imagine the work that's going into saving or, or resuscitating the uh, – or renovating, getting these tracks back into water. And the, not just the tracks, it's the uh, facilities as well. 
uh, as we saw in that photo. So well done to all. Uh, Luke and the team out there at Albion Park, it's been a Herculean task to get it back to to uh, racing to racing stage or whatever you want to call it. And I, I just think they've done a great job. And, and to get this profile right of the track, uh, get the lights up and running again, we know the trots came back a bit earlier. So... I said, well done to all concerned there. So Eagle Farm, Albion Park, and Exo Lady are my top three for this week. So there's the photo. There's the photo, there's the photo you're talking about, and I'm pretty sure that's Cabalaba, um, the track with John Brush. Yeah. Anyway, but it doesn't matter. It just shows the level of the water, which is, what would you say? Oh, Very 60, high. 60 centimetres for yeah. those that know that, or maybe... Depends maybe how, half uh, above, I don't depends know, how tall above. John Brash is. I'm not really sure. Above his head. Well, there you go. Above but he might head, be yeah. my height. Yeah, it's above, certainly above the, the posters telling under 18 years and under or, uh, <laughs> can't be served at the bar. But um, anyway, so they are your highlights for the weekend. And while sticking with the uh, Greyhound theme to start the program, uh, the Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival, the tab at Queensland Winter Greyhound Racing Carnival, is going to increase its prize money for the features. Um, it is officially starting on May 19 at the Brisbane Greyhound Racing Club. Now, the Brisbane Young Guns and Carnival Chase will be run as Group 3 events for the first time, 37500 apiece, up $10,250 from 2021. That's a pretty big increase, isn't it? It certainly is. Now, fortnight later on June 2, the 50th anniversary, that was formerly known as the Carnival Chase. It'll take centre stage as a, an, for an inaugural Group 3 event, more than doubling the prize money to $50,000. Um, the Group 2 Flying Amy Classic on June 16 will remain the richest for age-restricted greyhounds, $37,000 increase to $150,000, almost triple the amount it was run for in 2019. The dashing Corsair for stayers will feature alongside the Flying Amy Classic, 10,250 increase to 37,500. So there you go. It's um, a number. There's a whole range of others as well, but that is a massive increase um, for Greyhounds. Well done, Luke Gatehouse and the team. You must be cutting back on the... The stakes. stakes, yeah, might be coming for well, the cheaper car. Well, he hasn't had one for 10 weeks. So no, maybe the well, money last night saved. he did. He was very excited about <laughs> uh, queuing up. Well, no, he doesn't even have to queue about no. to getting that last night. Also, Racing Queensland has uh, introduced the Greyhound Retirement Readiness Scheme. It's commenced during the week, and a Queensland Greyhound that is being retired as a pet must be de-sexed prior to leave the care of its uh, owner or registered person uh, unless the Greyhound is being accepted into an approved Greyhound adoption program. It's part of uh, Racing Queensland's commitment to implement strategies that demonstrate best practice in animal welfare. Um, the RQ has also introduced the Greyhound Retirement Scheme, which provides a capped amount of a reimbursement of up to $800 per Greyhound towards the cost of desexing, dental treatment, vaccination, and pre-anesthetic blood tests for Greyhounds that have retired as pets. Terrific. We need to get a Greyhound, Mark. We'll always prize money. May the 19th oh, to kick off. I, mean, I know, but look, to be honest with you, I've got that many horses I've got to look after. <laughs> Another one of them is running on the weekend, Hot Springs Gold up at the Sunshine Coast. I know that. I've got to, I've got to tell you, it, it, it's becoming difficult to keep up with the number of them. Uh, we had the big goodbye finishing second during the week. We've got another run running. We've got them coming back. They're being gelded. They're all over the shop. And Heels is not keeping us up to speed with what's going on. I don't know. Um, Chris, I'm being perfectly honest with you here. I just don't know whether I can handle the extra weight of responsibility of being a greyhound owner as well as a multiple horse owner. Mega. No Leviathan. multiple. Not yet. Not yet. We're waiting for the check from um, 
from uh, Wednesday. From Rob Heathcote. Does the, do the trainers no, it doesn't come from him. Doesn't come from the trainer. I think it comes from Racing Queensland. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they'll give it direct to Heels, and he'll split. But you'll never see it. So another nine dollars could be on, our, on its way. <laughs> so there you go. So there are a couple of uh, greyhound news, but uh, interesting news, and we'll uh, get to a break very shortly because Annabelle Neesham is going to be joining us, and Willie Pike on the show yep. today. Uh, Kieran Ma, the oversight with Mar and Eustace Stable, only one of their horses yeah. uh, was nominated for races, and that's Saturday week, I think. The horse was yeah, nominated no, for it. No, next uh, – yeah, tomorrow week, you're right. Yeah. Generation tomorrow in the 10,000. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was nominated, but no other horse has been nominated. No, so a stable that's been so successful up here in the, in the feature races for quite a number of years have missed all those uh, nomination deadlines mm. for their main horses. So now they a lot. Well, now they're going to have to pay extra. They can still get into these races, but they have to pay extra. Give us an example of – Yeah, Q22, $7,200 per entry. Uh, JJ Atkins six thousand, Queensland Oaks three thousand six hundred, Queensland Derby six thousand, size produce six thousand. Where if they wanted to run against uh, Zaki or Ayrton etc. in the Doomben Cup, because that's a race that's coming up in uh, in less than two weeks or two weeks and a little bit, twenty five and a half thousand dollars to get a horse in that race. So monumental error there. I'm not sure what went wrong, but uh, not good news for the stable. As we mentioned, Annabelle Nisham is coming up on the program and also Willie Pike. So plenty to get to. Follow, fold or forgive a little bit later in Chris's tips for the weekend. But the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. A break and we'll come back and speak with Annabelle Nisham on The Punter's Mate. This is The Punter's Mate on SEN. Mark Braybrook and Chris Nelson on this Friday morning. The Tab Queensland Racing Carnival is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly call 1-800-858-858. A couple of weeks ago on the program, we spoke to Michael Costa, of course, is heading overseas to take up a, a very lucrative role. And he mentioned to us that... Uh, um, his boxes were being taken over by Annabelle Nisham on the Gold Coast. And Annabelle has arrived on the Gold Coast for the racing, uh, the winter racing carnival and joins us now. Annabelle, welcome, I suppose, to southeast Queensland. Sorry, it's a bit wet. You can't get away from the rain. <laughs> I know. I was looking forward to coming up to a bit of sun. It was sunny yesterday afternoon and... Um I've uh, clearly brought it with me. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we'll blame you. Anyway, uh, I'm getting, getting pretty used to it now. Now, uh, how exciting is it for you to branch out and, and, and have these facilities, these boxes, and, and now a, a training base in southeast Queensland there at uh, Aquas Park Gold Coast? Oh, it's, it's very, very exciting, um, particularly with all the developments that are planned at, at the Gold Coast Turf Club. Um, you know, the the stables, uh, there are going to be new stables there, which will be great, and obviously big plans for the track as well, with a new poly track, and and um, I believe plans to redo the course proper at some stage as well. So, yeah, it's going to be, obviously, where, when things go um, under development, there's a few sort of niggle, it's a bit niggly for for that time, but I think it'll be well worth it. It's, it's going to be a top-class training facility. Annabelle, uh, what sort of numbers do you think you'll start with on the Gold Coast there? And what are you looking to get at uh, as time goes on? What sort of numbers are you going to peak at? Or is that just an open-ended question at this stage? Yeah, um, I mean, it's, you know, Sydney will, will um, remain our, our sort of main big base. Um, and then up here, it was unfortunate we've taken over, I think, around 40 horses off Michael Costa. So we're just actually just in the process of, um, transferring those over. So, um, you know, I've got um, 
obviously owners to talk to and, and get my head around around all the horses. So I'll be spending a fair bit of time up here over the next couple of weeks. Um, and you know, we've been fortunate to take over some really good staff from Michael as well, who I've been meeting over the past um, few days. So, um, yeah, a little bit of um, stuff to get my head around. Um, but I think we're going to have 40 stables here. And, um, yeah, as I said, there's about 40 horses from Michael. Obviously, they're not all in work at the moment. Um, so, we've, you know, that number will also be made up in work with horses that we've sent up from from Sydney. Um, we had a, four arrive this morning, including Zaki. And, um, yeah, we had a, we had sort of 10 up here anyway. So it was a nice mixture. Now, just on Zaki, I did uh, read an article some time back uh, that you get very nervous when Zaki's about to run. How are the nerves at the moment? Oh, they're good at the moment. Um, when I when he ran in the All Star Mile, I was I was um, up. At, it was Golden Slipper Day, so I was up in in Sydney, and um, yeah, that was pretty nerve wracking to the not being there. Um, it's more just relief when he won. But uh, normally, I'm quite calm and relaxed. But um, yeah, actually, the Queen Elizabeth was the first race um, since. Um, I think probably since the Hollandale last year that he'd not been favourite for. He's normally a very short price favourite, which always makes makes the nerves um, a little bit more jittery. But uh, you know he was he was probably third pick in the in the market then. So um, for whatever reason, I, I wasn't as nervous. Um, but uh, look, he's in great order. Um, he, came, he came off the truck early this morning, and he was. He's, um, yeah, it's hard to keep a lid on him. He's been for a walk this, after, this morning and he's very, very fresh. So that's how you normally want him. And, yeah, I'm very excited about tomorrow. Now, looking at the weather, you are on the Gold Coast at the moment. <clears throat> Excuse me. Can you give us a live update? Is it raining down there at the moment on the radar, it looks to be? Yeah, it is raining. Um, it'll be a heavy track, uh, I suspect. Um, I had a walk of it yesterday and, look, it's, it's an amazing track. It, it cops a lot of racing. Um, but I think with the, with this rain, we'll certainly be in the heavy range, I would think. So um, that was an unknown to me with him going yeah. into the Queen Elizabeth. We'd never had him on a heavy track, and he'd never been in, on one in England either. Um, and they had told me over there that he didn't he didn't really like it. So um, yeah, I was unsure, I suppose. But he certainly handled it that day. So you no know, reason why it shouldn't pose any issues tomorrow. Just on a couple of other horses, I note that you've uh, nominated two horses from your stable you think will really step up during this campaign in uh, in Queensland, Laws of Indices and West of Africa. Can you tell us a little bit about those two? Yeah, Laws of Indices, um, he um, was a very good horse in France and Ireland. Um, he's, he's a Group 1 winner over there, and um, we bought into him. We bought half of him. Um, the, the owners kept half, and he came out for the... Um, Golden Eagle where he ran fifth um, he drew the car park and he was sort of wide the whole trip um, and we were concerned he'd, he'd never have been on a track as firm as it was that day but he relished it and I think it, had he had a, had a bit more luck he would have finished very close to I'm Thunderstruck um, it was a massive run um, so we were, we were very excited about him um, heading into this carnival and he's just you know struck a wet track every time and uh, look, he's had some good placings. He was third in the George Ryder. He was fourth in the All Age. But I think if I can get him back on a dry surface, um, which hopefully we'll get to him at Eagle Farm, um, you know, he could be a serious Stradbroke contender. And West of Africa? West of Africa, he's a lovely two-year-old. He's only had the one start for a win. Um, but J-Max stuck with him, um, which 
he galloped him on Tuesday morning and um, was, was full of praise for him. I think he's going to be better um, over a little bit further. Probably the Sires and the JJ Atkins are his real target. Um, he's drawn awkwardly tomorrow, but um, it'll be a nice starting point for him, and I think he'll run very well. So he'll definitely run tomorrow? He'll definitely run tomorrow. Um, look, the ground will be a bit of an unknown. You, a lot of the, he's quite not a single doubt. They usually handle it. Um, so, yeah, that is a bit of an unknown, but he certainly takes his place. Just uh, one more horse I wanted to uh, touch on, New Mary. And now I haven't checked the scratchings from Wagga this morning, but uh, you'd accepted there and also at Gosford tomorrow uh, in the Gosford Gold Cup. Uh, where is that horse heading? He's going to Gosford. Um, he'll run. He'll run there. I, was, I had initially been leaning towards the Wagga Cup. Um, it was, partly, it would have been fun to go down. They say it's a great day down there, but um, I, I thought the Gosford race. Um, you know, he he was pretty similar in the market for both. Um, Gosford's only down the road, and um, it's less of a big trip for him. He he, he will then come up here. Um, the plan will will be to run him in the Q22. Annabelle, thank you so much for your time this morning. I know how busy you are. Welcome to South East Queensland. Uh, exciting times ahead at Aquas Park Gold Coast. And uh, thank you so much and enjoy the Winter Carnival. I hope it's successful for you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. There she is, Annabelle Neesham, who's taking over, I think, 40 boxes, she said. Yeah, 40 boxes. Michael, and she's very fortunate, Annabelle, because uh, Michael Costa, of course, had one of our horses. Um, <laughs> and... Um, well, he did. Well, what's so funny well, what about that? Um, I'm just scrolling down here. Hell of a body. Oh, okay. And that's gone to O'Day and Hoisted. Okay. So she missed out on that one, which I think is a blessing in disguise. <laughs> really? Because, well, Heels does tend to drive them a bit yeah, nuts. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, straight yeah, on the phone yeah. to Rob Heathcote after the big goodbyes run on Wednesday. Yeah. And Rob told him another 50 metres it would have run, would have won. So why didn't he put him in a race of 1,050 <laughs> rather than 1,000? So <laughs> Heels you know. didn't say that, did he? Surely not. You never, he probably you did. Ne- you never know with him at <laughs> six to nine. This is the punters, mate, on SEN. The Tad Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call one 858 858 Today, racing in Townsville, the Thoroughbreds in Townsville and Oakley. Albion Park for the Harness and Ipswich for the Greyhounds. Now tomorrow, uh, Aquas Park Gold Coast. Ippy's racing tomorrow as well. Certainly is, and yeah. a big meeting out there. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I might go out and have a look because they well, come do, into the go home out for race go, four. Go and visit my daughter and son-in-law and the grandkids and have a look. Why? Well, what's why? Well, what's race four? April and Augusta makes her debut oh, really? in race four tomorrow at Ipswich. Oh, so you will be out there? No, I won't be out there. Do you want me to go out? Yes, please. What? What time? Because uh, I've got to call, I've got to call the footy tomorrow. Yeah, I'll have a look. So on what the, time? Um, well, what do you? You'll have a look. You don't know. Well, I know what time it's on. It's race four. Race four. Yeah. After the well, after we come back, I'll tell you what time. Okay. It's a Woomera as well. Rocky, Longridge, Gordonvale, Gundawindi, Barrandowan, Oakley, and Mount Isa. Harness, Albion Park, and Marburg. Greyhounds, Ipswich, and Townsville tomorrow. Stand by. Chris Nelson will find out <laughs> when April and Augusta is making its debut. His debut, her debut, her, her debut, debut, her debut, her debut at uh, Ipswich, and the wet track won't be a problem won't after that problem. Uh, after that jump out last week. Okay, I was waiting for. No, I wanted a wet track. For you it. won't sleep. <laughs> Quick break, and we're back very shortly on the punters, mate. Willie Pike will be joining us after nine.
Very good morning to those just joining us on a Friday morning. It's a little bit drizzly, a little bit wet. In fact, maybe a little bit more than drizzly mm. in southeast Queensland. It's this morning as we head to Aquas Park Gold Coast for the Hollandale continuation yeah. of the Winter Racing Carnival and that's featuring Stradbroke season. It's where champions emerge. Hollandale Stakes Day tomorrow, Gold Coast Guineas, Gold Coast Bracelet as well tomorrow and a heavy seven, uh, sorry, soft seven at the moment. It'll be heavy by the time they start, I would have thought, Chris. Now, April in Augusta. Yeah, it's race not the forward. only major race well, being run tomorrow, no, race mate. Race four at Ipswich, yep. Race four at Ipswich tomorrow, one twenty-three pm The Ipswich Cup tickets on sale. Cutest two-year-old filly's maiden plate, 1,100 mm. metres. Race four, number one, April, April in Augusta. Kelly Schweder, Tiff Hooker to ride. Okay, so there you go. Gate um, four. I shan't be there at that time, unfortunately, but I'll try and get uh, some reports back from my people on the ground. Please might, do. Might get my... Grandson to go and stand on the balcony and <laughs> just look yell. out for what number? What number? One. Number one. Number and what one. what colours? Uh, so he we're in the red colours. Wore okay. the red colours in the jump out, so okay. I would imagine the red with right the up. black Maltese cross. Well, I'll get Miles to stand on the balcony and have a look as they go past <laughs> and see which horse is in front. Is it the red one with the number one at Miles? Orange with a purple cap. Orange. Well, we've been looking at the red one. <laughs> so orange with a purple cap. That that sort of clashes, Chris. Do you have no I size? I like it. Look at that. Oh, okay. Very, okay. very. So, Oakland uh, Augusta, and where I've got one of our horses racing on Sunday as well, which uh, I'm not exactly sure which one it is because there's that many. Oh, no, Hot Springs Hot Gold. Hot Springs Gold, which yeah, yeah. is the boom horse. Paddy's yeah. very excited about that. It's That's New at South the Sunny Wales Coast. Horse. Yeah. That's at the Sunny Coast come Sunday. Chris Munch trains. Chris Munch, yeah. We've got a few. Uh, I know, you've got many got trainers. Chris Anderson, who we're going to speak to tomorrow yep. on the Darling Download, he's got one of our horses as well. I just noticed. So I'll have to ask him about that one. Is there a trainer out there that hasn't got one of your horses? Has Kelly Annabelle, got one? Annabelle Nisham. So Flying Artie by out of Layla. Uh, we haven't named it yet. Oh, there's something else we've got to do. Okay. <laughs> righto. So we'll ask him whether that's been Tough named. The top, isn't it? We'll ask him whether that's been named. Coming up on this half hour of the program, Willie Pike will be joining us shortly. He's on uh, the Gold Coast getting ready for the big meeting tomorrow, and he'll be flying in and out. Uh, now having based himself in Sydney, um, in and out of Sydney to the Brisbane on the Gold Coast for the Winter Carnival. We'll also get your follow, fold or forgive and we'll chat with uh, Scott Cross from CrossBet to get the latest betting markets on all the big sport this weekend. Uh, something we didn't get to when we're talking about the week that was, the number of Kiwi horses that oh. are coming to southeast Queensland for the Carnival. Well, it used to be a staple. We get so many uh, Kiwi invaders across for the, the Winter Carnival. The likes of Rough Habit and so over the years has been a lot of very, very good New Zealand horses that have come here and uh, and done very well. But the last few years due to COVID, we haven't had them. And it's been very disappointing. But they're back, and they're back in a big way this year. There was a flight last weekend. 34 horses came across. 34 horses? 34 horses came across. Do they from... get boarding passes and they work out <laughs> who sits in the middle box and who's on? I don't know, but uh, it would have been a heavy plane, that one. 34 horses, and they all weigh half a tonne roughly each. Yeah. It would have been a very heavy load, so... You, maybe they could only take on uh, carry on with their uh, own weight. But uh, anyway, so they'll do very well. And we've got a good uh, bunch of them going around the Gold Coast tomorrow. So looking forward to seeing the Kiwis who generally handle the wet very well. Yeah, it should be a big meeting tomorrow at Aquas Park Gold Coast. It will be a big meeting because the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival featuring Stradbroke season is where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. We've had him on the show before as a guest on The Punter's Mate, and it was great to talk to him. And once again, we chat with Willie Pike because he's in town to ride at Aquas Park Gold Coast tomorrow as the Winter Carnival continues. And as we said with Annabelle Neesham earlier in the program, sorry about the weather. Willie, you expect more when you come to the Gold Coast, and you can't get away from the rain, can you? Yeah, no, it's... um... 
No, it's a bit unfortunate, but it, it seems to follow us everywhere at the moment. But um, never mind. We'll, we'll press on. Now, Willie, you made the big shift from WA to uh, to Sydney oh, three months ago. It'd be about right. Yeah, that's about right. Yep. Uh, how have you found it? Lifestyle, etc. The changes. Uh, are you enjoying it? Yeah, I'm. I'm um, it's, I suppose it's all in different parts. I'm. Um, I'm enjoying the challenge of trying to to learn and a whole heap of new tracks and, and learning to ride in these wet conditions. Not that I'm necessarily loving the wet conditions, it's, but I am enjoying the challenge that <laughs> comes with uh, learning to ride on them. Um, and just, just a challenge in general, new trainers, new, you know, a lot of new faces. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying that challenge. It's not been easy. I'm not going to say it was, um, it's, yeah, it's all come that easy. I've, I've got some steep learning curves I've had to go through and, and probably still going through, but overall, enjoying the challenge and um yeah um enjoying that uh, you can just jump on a plane and you're in in the gold coast for for another set of races and, and things like that whereas in wa you know you you are quite isolated and it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a massive move to or it's a massive sort of plane trip to come across the gold coast or something like that it's it's not quite as easy as just jumping on the plane for an hour and and you're ready to go how are you coping with the Sydney traffic then, Willie? Sometimes it's quicker to fly to the Gold Coast than get around Sydney, to, depending on which track you're going to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's mostly been pretty good. Like the hours we travel, we either, we either up early before it and mostly miss it. But um, definitely uh, the few of those midweek meetings on the way home, you get stuck in it and you, you turn to a half an hour drive into an hour and 10 minutes and get a bit itchy and a bit frustrated. But uh, I suppose it is what it is. At, at this stage, what does the future hold? Are you looking at going back to Perth, or is this it? You're staying in Sydney now. Um, look, at, at this point, I have no plans of returning. Um, I'm Sydney's home for now, and I want to try and have a, a red hot go at it, see if I can make it work for the long term. And yeah, that, that's just how it is at the moment. Now, Gypsy Goddess uh, obviously is your main ride tomorrow. Uh, you rode her into second spot in the Oaks in Sydney. She uh, she handled the uh, the heavy ground. Well, that day, uh, you're going to get heavy ground again tomorrow. Look, not an easy task, I wouldn't have thought. 1,800 metres at the Gold Coast, not a uh, not a good starting point. You've drawn out wide, so I guess you're going to be well back in the field and hopefully have to circle them and get to that right part of the track in the straight. Is that the plan? Yeah, I suppose that, that's probably the first plan that jumped off the page. Um, I haven't dove right into the race yet to see if we can get clever and do anything anything uh, different, but I'd say that's the, that's the plan A would be jump let her relax like she always has and let her thunder home um obviously 1800 it's a tricky can be a tricky start as well so um look i don't know if drawn wide but i wasn't really that concerned about it i think i'd be a lot more concerned if i drew barrier one mm. um I, I, obviously she's a quality horse in the race i think if i um keep her out of trouble and bring her into the race at the right time i think she'll be too good for them but um obviously there's a yeah, it's not expecting it all to be that easy. It's stiff for competition out there, and uh, we've got to earn our keep. But I'm really looking forward to getting back on back on board with her. And um, yeah, she'll be thundering home one way or another, and and uh, it'll put her in a good place for the races coming up. And what sort of feel does she give you? Does she give you that feel where there's a lot more improvement you think to come? I know she hasn't raced for a few weeks, but when you rode her in uh, in Sydney, uh, that you know, the best is still well ahead of her. Yeah, I think so. I think she was still still building to her best, and um, she, 
I wouldn't. It's not so much in greenness or anything like that, but um, I just thought the way she was able to handle the change of tactics, heavy track, it was a lot for her to absorb. And she actually she did it really well. Like she sat up on speed, she gave me a good kick. Um, yeah, I thought it was a fantastic effort to be able to do it that way. And I think that just shows that she's not just a one-trick pony. That she does have she does have other layers that she yep. can go to. So. Yeah, so if you can do that as a, as a racehorse, it, it only helps you in the future. Looking at your uh, other rides tomorrow, you've got great support from some of the top trainers. You're riding for Chris Waller, you're riding for Tony Golan, Kira Maud, David Eustace, the Snowdens, uh, David Van Dyke, of course, with Gypsy Goddess, Andrew Forsman from New Zealand. Uh, there's a lot of good rides there. I'll pick a couple. Lyrical Girl in race two, the bat out of hell. I'm not sure about her on wet ground, but she draws well, she draws well on paper to sit just off the speed, and she's racing really well. Yeah, that's right. the support I've gotten in general has been fantastic. And to, to throw a few of those big names in and them to give me support is great. So I'm uh, really looking forward to getting out there. And as you said, uh, Lyrical Clinic, drawing, drawing a low alley, like should be able to sit just behind them. And if I can get a split, uh, hopefully we're good enough to pass them. Now, talking of uh, Tony Gollan, who you're riding Lyrical Girl for, I believe you've been engaged for Vega 1 in the 10,000 next week? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, as I said, I've been pretty pretty lucky with the support I've got and to pick up some pretty nice rides like that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm doing all right. Are you, any other rides at this stage uh, during the carnival you've, uh, you've, you're on, definitely, oh, or close to being on? I'm actually at breakfast with the manager now. I probably should have asked him this before I went on the radio, but I know <laughs> right. he, definitely, he, has a, he said we're looking good. But I didn't actually get any names off of him of exactly what we're on. He just said we're looking good and, yeah, I, yeah, things are shaping really well was what he said. But he is a good car salesman, so he might be telling me what I want to hear too. <laughs> <laughs> Willie, during the carnival, you'll be travelling back and forth, no doubt, from Sydney uh, to the Gold Coast. Obviously, this weekend you're there already, but to, to Brisbane, it'll be a, a fly-in, fly-out routine as opposed to last year when you, you know, well, whenever you would be able to come from Perth, you'd have to stay for a while. It's a fly-in, fly-out mission nowadays? Yeah, that's right. And that's, that's sort of what I was alluding to earlier. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of... For for me, it's it's normal for everyone else. But like to just jump on a plane for an hour and be in, a, in another state and mm. and be able to chase a carnival around, and it's not really too big of a deal to just jump on a plane and it, yeah, to just shoot across. Whereas as you said before, when I come from WA, I had to I'd have to come for two weeks or or at least for four or five days, and it really upset your whole routine as far as home as well. So yeah, it should be able to just shoot across and try and try and attack these big races and, and then shoot back home again. Now, Willie, I was watching the races on Wednesday at Canterbury and I, I just happened to flick onto a race which you won. You won on a horse called Maroonia. I think that's how you pronounce it, uh, trained by the Hawks. Now, I hadn't seen this horse before and it just joined in at about the 250. You must have been laughing how easy it was going and you raced away and I looked up the horse straight away and thought, is this a horse we should be following? And it had, I think it was its seventh start and it might have been win number one. So it's had some opportunities, but boy, that was an impressive win. Yeah, it was. Um, she'd been building towards that win and she did it pretty easy. Yeah. Um, it kind of makes you wonder how it took seven starts to win when you, when you win that easy. But I think she's been a bit of a... A progressive type of horse, I think, um, raced a bit fierce a few different times. So she's been a been her own worst enemy in a few. Um, so I, right now they've just got a in a good place. She she's a happy horse, and 
um, she's got to turn a foot on these heavy tracks, which mm. is pretty rare, I've found. Like, it's really hard to have a turn of foot in such heavy tracks. So, yeah, when she when she was still on the bridle and cruised to the outside, I was able to come to the outside. Um, yeah, she'd done it well and did it easy. And, uh, yeah, like I said, it took seven starts to get that win, but I, I hopefully, uh, yeah, hopefully that's a start of we can string a few together. Good on you, mate. Thanks for your time, Willie. Always great to chat with you. Uh, hopefully the rain will stop, but the forecast doesn't look great. But uh, good luck tomorrow and for the rest of the Winter Carnival and your time in Sydney, mate. Thanks for yours this morning. Yeah, no, thank, thanks for having me, and we'll see how we go. Yeah, good on you, mate. Willie thanks, Pike Willie. there, who is uh, on the Gold Coast, getting ready for the big meeting tomorrow at Aquas Park. Gold Coast, we better take a break here on the punters, mate. Coming up, follow, fold or forgive. We'll get the latest betting markets also with Scott Cross and Chris Nelson's weekend forecast. This is The Punters, Mate, on SEN. Follow, fold or forgive coming up very shortly. Before that, though, let's get the latest betting markets with Crossbet and Scott Cross. Morning, mate. How are you? Very well, mate. How are you? I'm well. You're in Darwin. The Northern Territory PGA is underway, which uh, on on Sunday they give away two... uh, European tour cards on Sunday. Really? So, yes, it's a big yeah, tournament. Ho- it's the, a big tournament. The, yeah. the hotel I'm in is full of golfers. There's yeah. golfers everywhere. There you go. Now you're away from your Reds tonight against the Highlanders. Absolutely. It's. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a very wet day down there in Brisbane. It's sunny here, but wet down there. Look, this is sort of make or break almost for the Reds if they want to continue to to, to even be a finals hope. Um, Tupo's out for the season, but we do get the return of Bulavasu and uh, Pattaya. So look, Reds are a dollar forty-four. Highland is two dollars seventy one. I'm sure it's no surprise to you that I'm going to tip the Reds at a dollar forty four. <laughs> no, and I think it is a game the Reds need to win, uh, must win, and they are expected to win as well. The Roosters and the Titans—they're playing in Mackay. Yeah, look, very lopsided in the betting, as you'd imagine. Roosters a dollar twenty five. The Titans at four dollars. The Lions ten and a half. Look, I think the safe money—you're just going to try and take the Roosters at a dollar twenty five, but. But upsets happen. Look at last night. Uh, the, the Broncos gave the Bunnies an absolute touch-up. They did, and I would think it would be an upset of monumental proportions if Newcastle beat the Cowboys in Townsville tomorrow night. Yeah. a <laughs> dollar eighteen. the Cowboys. The Knights are $5. Um, you know, they just continue to slide and have a horrible season. The Lions, 14 and a half. I'd be quite confident the Cowboys should get this done and get it done very, very easily. Now, interesting, the Lions and the Eagles. The Eagles struggling to field a team. I mean... We we still there is a slight chance they might not even play. There's been calls for it to be postponed oh. and all that sort of stuff. I can't see the AFL doing it. No, they'll pull players but, from all over the place. Well, they, they are, to. yeah, but yeah. they're going to come from Perth True. as well. Yeah, uh, all the way over here. Anyway, the Lions and the Eagles, uh, they would be unbackable. The Lions, wouldn't they? Yeah, dollar and one cent, <laughs> uh, and a monumental line of seventy three and a half. Wow. Um, it's uh, you're a brave man to, to to think someone's going to cover a line at seventy two and a half. But as you said, with what West Coast are currently going through, then it, it, it may be of, of no surprise. So I, I think that is yeah probably going to be a drumming of, of monumental proportion. Yeah, you got to feel for the Eagles. Their coach went down yesterday, so not only they only got twenty AFL players, mm. they have to get the rest from elsewhere. So you feel for them, and and Fremantle have been struck this week as well. It's because WA's borders were closed for That's so right. long. They were They're, so far behind everyone yeah, else. Absolutely. Uh, the Suns head to Sydney to take on the Swans. Yeah, once again, very lopsided in the betting. The Swans are a dollar fourteen. 
The Suns are five dollars fifty, and yeah, once again, I think it's very hard to, to tip against uh, the, the way the money's coming. I think Sydney get it done and get it done easily. Racing at Aquas Park Gold Coast tomorrow. At the moment, it's a soft seven. It'll venture into the heavy range with the rain we're having this morning. Um, the Gold Coast bracelet. What have you got there? Yeah, it wouldn't it be nice to finally have a race meet without a heavy track? Oh, I'm, I'm shan't be happening. Shan't be happening. Like. Well, unless be it's happening. at Eagle Farm, it won't be happening. <laughs> shan't be happening. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and look, no great surprise, as you can imagine. Uh, all the money's coming for Gypsy Goddess uh, here in the in the bracelet. Well over almost 60% of the hold at the moment uh, for Gypsy Goddess. Um, we've seen a little bit of money coming for Gin Martini and Canadian Dancer, but uh, the market mover uh, and the favourite of $2.05 is, is Gypsy Goddess. The Gold Coast bracelet? You mean the guineas? Yeah, the bracelet. Oh, sorry, you want the guineas? Yeah. Oh, the guineas, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, sorry. yeah, the sorry. Guinness, uh, Prince of Boom. Yep. Yeah, Prince of Boom in the in the in the Guineas is favourite at two dollars eighty. Uh, also, the market move. However, we have seen a bit of money come for Alpine Edge uh, and late of Sword of State, uh, the Waller Horse, and I don't actually mind the old uh, Cummings Bowman um, combination here on number five. Zeus, I uh, I don't mind that horse at all, but. Once again, with these heavy tracks, we always see the favourite back and back hard over 50% of the hold to Prince of Boom at the moment. Yeah, and he's got the form on the wet track, whereas some of these other ones, the one you mentioned there, Scott, Alpine Edge, he's had one go on heaven. He didn't handle it at all. So I would say he and Mimi Lagarde, who's also in the market, will probably both come out should we get to heavy, which we will. Yep, absolutely. And then finally, we're on to the uh, the Holland Day. And no surprise here, Zaki's a dollar sixty-five. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the moment; it's close to eighty percent of the hold at the moment. Opened at a dollar eighty. It's the market mover as well. There hasn't really been much of held for anything else, and just the only thing I like at odds uh, is Hungry Heart, um, purely because it's a Frankel horse, and I just think the breeding is phenomenal. But very, very hard to go past uh, Zaki at a dollar sixty-five, and uh, the punters are saying it's going to go that way as well. Mate, enjoy the sunshine while you can, and we'll chat yeah. to you next week. Great. Have a good weekend. Take care. You, you too, too, mate. Thanks, Scott Cross Scott. from CrossBet with a wrap on the betting markets for the weekend. A lot, a lot, a lot of short price favourites this weekend. Yeah. Multi-time, maybe, Chris. Oh, I don't know. I think you'll find these races will change complexion after scratching I'm time the, I'm tomorrow. I'm talking about the footy. Oh, the right. footy, yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest stallion facility. Follow, fold, or forgive. How Jim, much, just on that, how much can you pump up your multi taking the 101 for Alliance? It doesn't send it backwards. No, it doesn't. It doesn't send it backwards, It doesn't send it Chris. forwards a long way either. It's so. a little bit. That's all you need. Yes. Then you can boast that you had a 25-leg multi rather than a 24-leg multi. And they all won, but the Lions. <laughs> the Lions tipped out, yeah. Um, now, Jameldi. Jameldi resumed last week at Eagle Farm, and I thought the run was really good. Missed the start for a horse that usually goes forward and leads. Uh, missed the start, settled back in the field, and then made some good ground and just peaked inside the 200, which was to be expected with the work that the horse had put in. So definite forgive is Jameldi. Can improve sharply next run. Star Tontes. Very good run up against the older horses in the victory stakes, of course, won by Count de Rupi. Uh, beat home, Rothfire, at the end of the day. Made some good ground from the back of the field, as she always does. She's the only runner in the race that broke 23 seconds for her last 400 metres. That's a good effort. She's a three-year-old filly, and she took on older horses. That's uh, that's terrific for her uh, preparation, and she'll go into uh, back to her own age next time, and she'll be very, very hard to beat. So follow. Definitely. New arrangement. Well, this horse caught my eye two starts back over 1,400 at Eagle Farm. He ran on very strongly, 
And I was a little bit worried about him last week. He, he had a break but stayed at 1,400, and I thought he was looking for 1,600 metres. Now, Go Wanji came out at the barriers, who I was keen on, and so I thought, well, this is probably the right race for new arrangement now. And if you look at the video, he was trying to get a run there in the straight, and he went right down on his nose. He nearly fell, and then he got going again late, and he wasn't beaten far. That was a very good effort. There is a win for new arrangement very, very soon. So he's a strong follow. Bend the knee. Well, Ben the Knee went around in the guineas. We weren't sure. Kerry McAvoy rode if uh, this horse had run the 1,600 metres out. He's had form up to 1,400. He didn't. So I would say anything 1,400 metres plus for Ben the Knee, bold. Okay. That seems to be his maximum at this stage. And the big goodbye. Uh, well, he was a good run again. He's yeah. close to a win. Two seconds Follow. this time in. He probably only needed another... 50 metres. Yeah, yeah. if that. And he yeah. would have won. So... Uh, yeah, he'd definitely be a follower, but that's follow? one of your follows, not mine. No, no. Well, You're gonna, you'll follow every one of your stable horses. Hot Spring Gold on uh, Sunday at Sunny Coast. And your number one barrier four you've drawn, I'm having a look here. Yeah. No prices up yet for tomorrow. For April and Augusta? No, no, nothing yet. Well, so. Honey Pot from the Golan Stable will be our biggest danger. Honey Pot down the bottom. Mm. Oh, gone. You, you're no Scratch? chance. No, 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 you're no chance. Because Honey Pot's being ridden by Angie Jones, Angela Jones. Who rides very, gun, very well. Gun. She Tiffany is. Brook is good, but Angela Jones just well, rides we'll winners. For, just rides winners for fun. Anyway, your weekend forecast. Well, other than April and Augusta. Well, I just don't know what's going to happen with this weather and how many of these horses we're going to end up seeing tomorrow go around. But I am keen on race nine, number nine, Salatine. Tony Golan and Karen McAvoy combined here. Salatine's a mare that joined the Golan Stable last campaign. She was very consistent. She's won two of her last three. Her latest run was a defeat, but that was on Magic Millions Day at the Gold Coast. And she got fair way back in the field there. She made some very good ground. She was beaten just over three lengths. I thought that was one of her best runs the entire campaign. So I was looking for her next start. Didn't happen. She went for a break. But here she is now. And she's good fresh. She's trialed well. And she handles wet ground. So Salatine will get to the outside in the straight, the right part of the uh, track, I would say, by that stage of the day, and will be hard to hold out. It was $11 yesterday. I think is around $8 this morning, but you'll probably have a look at that. So Salatine, I think, is a good bet in the last at a good price. Zaki, I think, will win, but I'm no genius there in tipping that. Um, look, sort of state, race seven, number three, the Kiwi. I thought this horse would handle wet ground really well, but the stable uh, mentioned yesterday on Andrew Bensley's show they'd probably scratch the horse if it uh, got to a heavy track. So I'm not sure where to go. I still think if this horse runs... It's got a good chance. So sort of state, still going to have something, uh, race seven, number three. Um, gee, then you start to struggle. Uh, Snitsify in race number one, a horse that's close to a win, number 18. We'll get a start now. It seems to handle the ground okay. But look, it's going to be one of those days, Mark. The one I want you to keep an eye on, I'll go to my form guide here, is at Gosford tomorrow. Now, there's a big meeting at Gosford. Wow. It's the coast. Now, this horse, race one, number seven, London. It was also an acceptor for the Gold Coast. They've decided to run in Sydney instead, or at Gosford instead. He's had one start. He ran fourth to the uh, Golden Slipper size produce winner, Fireburn. It was a good effort because he sat wide all the way and he was still giving plenty on the line. Now, they put him out for a break. I reckon they've got the Queensland Carnival in mind. He's had a trial. He might need the run tomorrow because there hasn't been any great support for him at this stage. He's around a $5 mark, but just watch him. I've got the feeling that being trained by Chris Waller, he'll come up here during the Carnival and he'll win something and he'll win something big. So number seven, London, a bit of a watch. Race one, number seven at Gosford tomorrow. 
And what race, sorry, did you say your first one, Salatine, was in? Race nine, number nine. Race nine. Why did I? Why did Need you to be very, of, very patient. And we're going to have a pretty you, wet you track by Why did you, you start in the last race? Because well, I think it's the best. best. Okay. Yeah. And even. Uh, the, really? Yeah. $7. Yeah, well, it was 11 Started yesterday. Started at 17 Opened at 17 well, there you go. 7 Yeah. So there has been good support, and I'm not okay. surprised. But uh, Simply flies there with Steph yeah. as well. Can't catch Simply Fly. She seems yeah. to have the key to the horse, but he's just not going as well as he once did. There's a lot of omen bets tomorrow with winter rain and April rain running in races and a lot of rain around and a lot of rain horses. But uh, good luck to April and Augusta. Good luck to um, Hot Springs Gold. Hot Springs Gold on the weekend as well. Yeah. So that is it uh, for today. And, of course, uh, your follow, fold, or forgive is all thanks to Aquas, Queensland's best and largest standing facility and Queensland Breeders' number one supporter. And, of course, the punters, mate, each and every week, thanks to the Tab Queensland Racing Carnival. It's where champions emerge. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. The forecast doesn't look great for the next uh, week or so with regards to rain, but fingers crossed we have uh, some good racing conditions tomorrow on the Gold Coast and then uh, next week we're at Doombin. Doombin 10,000. Doombin for the next two Saturdays. Yeah, so fingers crossed it eases up, but it's not encouraging, but time will tell. Have a good week, mate. I'll catch you you tomorrow morning. You're filling in for Sammy Highland on the Darling Downlow. I'll be there. Pressure is on. Yes. Find some winners. Have a great weekend, everyone. We'll catch you next Friday morning for the Punters, mate.